Okay, and here we are back, Mindset Squared, and we have two special guests today, Vito Glazers and Ron Jeremy. He didn't say his name right. See, me, you could say Ron, Ron Jeremy, Ron Asshole. It's okay, but his Vito. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, you can't say Vito. Vito. You can't say Vito without smiling, you know? What's his name? Bob. That's Vito. Nice. What's his well, name? Well, it makes John. It, it, it sounds like a, uh, almost like a pizza place or something. Vito. Oh, great. Oh, we got him playing now. Mm-hmm. Everybody, go fuck yourselves. Wait, 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 no, what's, what's your ethnic? What are you? What are Irish? Oh, I love that. Danny Boy. You know, yeah. oh, Danny Boy. You got to be crying or you're not Irish. I'm crying. Yeah. Here comes, here comes my, a good it's, part. It's breaking my heart. There you go. Nice. This I like weed's it. already broken. I haven't used them. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Already? Very impressive. A little bit, yeah. Okay. So, thank so you. anybody else got any ethics? What's your ethnic? What do you think? Oh, we got your time. <laughs> You're the Irish. Anybody out there at the camera? What, what are you, there? Ron? What, what am I? Okay, we yeah. can guess it. Okay. Uh... I think this might be the best episode <laughs> we've ever had. <laughs> Ron brings the heat, man. He does. That's Havana Gila. Okay, good. That's impressive. Because I'm a ha 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 Jew. You know you can tell that I'm Jewish? Do tell. I took a dollar bill out of my pocket. Yes. And the president on the dollar bill is going, oh, daylight. Son of a gun. Uh, <laughs> they're making a Jewish sequel to the movie Jaws. They're calling it Jews. It's about a loan shark. <laughs> Come on, guys. This is hot stuff. What's here. the vig on that? <laughs> So Ron, all right. So you transitioned from movies to stand up. Is that is that what you're doing? I did a little now? comedy back when I was in the Catskill Mountains. Okay, that's where um, Lenny Lenny Bruce, uh, uh, Jerry Lewis, uh, Jackie Gale, Jackie Mason, a lot of Jewish um, you know comedians got started. Sure. In the Catskills, Grossinger's Hotel, Concord Hotel, okay, the Pines, the Raleigh. So I was doing. I was a waiter at the time. I was actually at Woodstock for half an hour. You know, I was I was uh, 16 years old, and it was in the White Lake Bethel area, Max the Asgur's farm. Sure. So I was there. So when I was working as a waiter, and then later a major D, a captain. That's what a lot of guys did uh, to go up to the Catskills. You know? Well, how were you as a waiter? 16, I was 16 years old. I got working papers yeah. to work when you're underage. You got 18 is what. It's were you a good waiter though? I was that, I was a dumb waiter. <laughs> That's a you know it's a little <laughs> thing that transit. Okay, no, I was actually very. I set that one up for you. Right? You, you yeah. did good. Thank you. Yeah. We're working together from now on. Right. No, I, actually, I, I I was a really good waiter. Okay. You know, I used to, I used to joke around. So you got good memory. Well, it's funny. I used to goof around with my guests. I was nuts even then. I wasn't doing. I hadn't done adult yet. I was in college, okay. becoming a school teacher. I worked as a waiter, and this is no joke. In the cat skills, and they even say on the website, which I think is cat skills, a paradise lost. They mentioned that me and Dice Clay both worked there. Dice was a, a drummer for a, at the Del Mar Hotel. I was a waiter and maitre d' and stuff, so we all had our various jobs, mm. you know. But uh, and so you knew Dice, uh, not yeah, but not really until years later back in Hollywood. In Hollywood okay. Know? Yeah. But and was, he's transitioned into acting, so he was yeah. doing stand up. Now he's doing acting. And I, stand, and, and I did stand up with those guys: Malzi Lawrence, Sal Richards, and Rodney Dangerfield, Henny Youngman. Then I transferred to New York to go to school, get my degree and my master's in special ed. Oh, wow. Teaching. I did it so many years ago that they didn't even call it um, uh, schiz- uh, autism. Okay. They called it childhood schizophrenia. Mm. That's the term they used in 1978. You know, teaching wow. For a year and a half. And then I uh, you know, went up to the Catskills again for the, for the festival and then uh, and worked as a waiter. Mm-hmm. And then I came back to New York, so I was going back and forth. Okay, and then you got into making movies. Yeah, and it was something I never would have known or guessed. Right. I would have gone done adult films. I got my bachelor's in theater, bachelor's in elementary education, master's special ed. Okay. You know, and it was um it was a nice life, you know. I would I'd hang glide, I taught hang gliding, you know. Okay. New York. There's pictures in my autobiography 
Which was a New York Times bestseller. Did I say it was a bestseller? Of course it was. It was huge. A New York Times bestseller. What's the name of your book, Ron? It's, it's kind of funny. It's, yeah, uh, what's the name of the book? Hardest Man in Showbiz. Get it? I, Hardest I, Working Man in Showbiz. I want to say I'm surprised, showbiz. but, but I'm so not. So I, I was doing sailing, working as a waiter, okay. uh, hang gliding on the hills of Grossinger's and Pines. It was just a great life. Okay. Skiing, I was a ski instructor. So what brought you? Yeah. Avon Hotel. I used to jump over little mountains. There's pictures in my book of me. Jumping over mountains. Well, you people, covered some people ground, say he's not so. going to jump over a mountain. <laughs> Restaurant yeah. business, a little bit of acting, yeah. ski instructor, and then you headed and west. A regular teacher. What? And then you headed west to California. Yes. Okay. That kind of you got it pretty much the right. Yeah. Okay. Because I, I, the I wasn't really uh, fine tuned for Broadway. Yeah. I got into Equity. I got into the Union. And a lot of actors were not in Equity, so I was, I was okay for stage. But the best stuff on Broadway is usually singing and dancing. Yeah, and I really wasn't good at that. I did a rap song years later, mm -hmm. which did good. But then, so then I went to L.A. and uh, started working more on adult. Okay. Playgirl magazine came first. I see. Yeah, it was um, and then that 1978 June, John Ritter. This might be kind of weird, you know, if you think about it. John Ritter was on the cover of the Playgirl that I was in. That is a little weird when I think about it. October. Yeah. 1978. John Ritter on the John, on the cover. He was wow. not nude. He was just a little bit. You know, okay. Sexy. His show was now a huge hit. All um, right. And now, fast forward about 30 years, me and him are both sitting in two different hospitals almost at the same time. He's at the Kaiser. I'm at, I'm at uh, uh, New York University, or Cedars-Sinai. Sure. We both had the same exact thing, which is an aortic dissection, where you're, um, you get an aneurysm in your artery. The only difference was he didn't make it, and I did. His surgeon put him under observation. You don't put someone under observation with a busted you know, uh, aorta because it's not going to sit still for you. So I was only about a mile away, so I was lucky. Mm. I, I, and I, CNN made a joke and said, you know, Ron Jeremy's a real badass. He drove himself to the hospital. I didn't wait for the ambulance. My grandma told me, every, everyone needs a Jewish grandmother. If you feel <laughs> the pressure on your chest, like an elephant that's sitting on you, yeah, that's a problem. Yeah. Because you get all kinds of pains in your chest, but when it's that thing Well, you're like, better to go and get it checked out. Either than way, not. of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I went right to the hospital because I said, this is not good. I went there, the, the Amir Shaw, great doctor, said, okay. I said, are we doing an observation? Mm -hmm. He goes, no observation for you, Ron. Oh, no. I'm not going right to surgery? Do I get a second opinion? Yes, you're also an asshole. No, I'm kidding. That's an old, that's <laughs> a, that's an old joke. I threw that right in there, you know? I Very see nice. An, I see an well, opening. This is why up your stand-up routine's going so well. Yeah, I make jokes about aortic dissections. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so, so. Those are winners. That's the secret. So, so, yeah, I'm making it in comedy in Hollywood now. <laughs> and Jerry yes. Buss. And Vito Glazer says yeah. that's the secret and, sauce. And Jerry Buss, yeah. owner of the Lakers. Okay. He also came to the hospital like after me and John Ritter. John's in Kaiser. Me and uh, uh, owner of the Lakers okay. are, are there. Now, and, wait a second. Yeah. With this John Ritter thing, let's back up to that. So he's on, he's on the front cover. Of, of Playgirl, Playgirl and you're and inside. Nine, nine, what year was that, Ron? What year? 78. It was in October 78, and it was a thing called the Guy Next Door section. Okay. So, uh, and John Ritter had a little feature. And you were the guy next door? Or? I was a, me and a couple guys were the guys next door. Okay. Yeah. Playgirl has since <laughs> sold that one for a lot more money. I'm yeah. I'm flattered, you know. Like right. It gets special, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Look, my dick has more value than Bob. Look, see? Yeah. Well, so or Vito. Or Vito. Every ch chance I get. So wait. So how do you know Vito? How do you know my friend Vito? Why don't you tell him, Ron? Where do Where do we meet? Uh, you sure? Yeah. I, I should tell him. You can. Right, I want to hear I'll your version. Him. All right, I'll tell him. We were both, you know, hitchhiking uh, on the 405. <laughs> <laughs> you told me what I'm going to say. I, I do a lot of hitchhiking. So it's, I, yeah, I was, I, you know, when the Maserati's broken, he's so, just doing the hitchhiking. So I pulled over on my side. My uh, <laughs> what's the one I have? This, the um, I forgot what the car I have. You got uh, a Saturn Ion. Thank you. I think, yeah. So my Saturn Ion picks up his broken from Ferrari, Maserati, thank you, whatever. whatever. Yep. Yeah. And so, I, and so. And I said, listen, I have not been with a rich man in my entire life. He goes, really? Yeah. <laughs> so can you lie down over there and let's have some sex? He said, sure. I told you I don't want to say it, but he told me he, he coaxed it out of me. Wow. So we played a game he of hide. He coaxed it out of you. So we played a game. <laughs> we played hide the bacon, shoot the sherbet, drain the main vein, squeeze the weasel, and uh, spank the monkey. Can, in half an hour. I can feel us getting banned as you talk. <laughs> yeah, this happens in radio sometimes. So we actually <laughs> met... 
I had through um, through the Man Cow Show, I believe it was where we met originally. Yeah. Um, okay. And I knew him way back when he was competing with Howard Stern. Oh, okay. He, he, he held on to Chicago. You got to give him credit. Howard took over every major city. So you guys, so you and Vito, you and Vito met in Chicago. Yeah. Okay. And, 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 and so you go way back. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. And, and, and and I think he also at that time uh, Man Cow was I think doing radio on college radio. Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny because. You know, he wasn't an established, you know, big guy, but yeah, he competed with Howard really hard. You know, Howard had his assistant named uh, Robin Quivers. Oh, sure, uh, I Man remember. Cow that. had a girl named um, what the was her name? Well, his uh, new uh, he had Irma. Yeah, yeah. Uh, wow, good yeah. for you. What do you uh, he had Irma. <laughs> he had a real heavy set guy. I forgot his name. Uh, Al Roker Jr. And then the uh, then no, and Turd, Turd. And then Howard had right. Yeah. And then Howard had his guy. So they were. Doing similar stuff, mm-hmm. Howard, but Howard um, did not gain Chicago. Okay, you know, it's amazing. I mean, unless I'm unless I'm wrong, you know, uh, Mankow held on to Chicago. Every so other long. city caved in to Howard Stern. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Well, th- okay. That's so the story of you and Mankow, but you and me met through the Mankow show. Uh, actually, it, it, it might have been your agent wanting trying to get you on Mankow for something, and I was working with Mankow at the time. Maybe. And then it kind of came up, and. Uh, Dante, your manager, mentioned to me, he said, hey, you know, uh, Ron's really killing it in stand-up. We should do a stand-up comedy special. Because I was pitching projects for Netflix and Showtime and doing a couple different projects at the time. And he said, why don't you do 60 minutes of stand-up, a 60-minute stand-up special for Ron? And that's how we, and that's why I ended up. Which means I only do like 25, 30 minutes. You have an opening acts, you know. And nobody's People ever hear this on the phone going, is that an hour the same comic? I think I'm going to go kill myself. Yeah. So uh, his, his manager, Dante, basically set us up. And originally it was supposed to be just for stand up comedy. And we, we set up that show for you at the Pink Monkey in Chicago. It was like two, three years what ago. What we use now. it for now is what's that, that thing where you tell someone, hey, Bob, you're not going to get married because she thinks you're an idiot? You make fun, funny messages to people. Oh, uh, the cameos. Yes, yes. Yep. Now we're doing great with cameos. They're, they're really doing. You well. know, the cameo thing's interesting. Yeah, they're okay. doing well. Hey, we're we're let's, killing let's, it. Yeah, let's talk about that yeah. because I, I actually think cameo is a fantastic. I, I don't know. I, don't I was call doing it, that years before. Well, I don't want to call uh, it technology. Okay. I was doing that way, way back, and just because people would hire me. But it's a great to, idea. To, I mean, what a killer app. Yeah. It's really cool. I mean, and there's all kinds of folks on there. I mean, there's people on there I never heard of. I do weddings, bar mitzvahs. Right. Uh, but then there's like, there's you. There's icons on there. Mm-hmm. Like Ron. There's Charlie Sheen. Yeah, Charlie Leonardo just got on there. Isn't Leonardo DiCaprio doing it? Uh, they, they do it for charity once Leonardo in a while. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, yeah. Super- I do it for charity also. Okay, so. My for- pocket. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. Right, right. But uh, let me explain this, okay? So a lot of people don't know what it is yet because it's 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 kind of hot and new, right? But Cameo. Well, thanks to you, people are going to know what it is now. Now they're going to know. Now they're going to know. So Cameo, and by the way, it's not like sponsor. We just stumbled over this. It should be. So Cameo is a website. You can go to the website. I don't know if it's actually Cameo.com or it what is, it yeah. is. Okay, so let's say it is. Um, I'm not going to tell you to go there because that might be something else. But there's a website. I'll say it. Go there. We need to make the money. Yeah. Well, I'm saying I, I don't know if Cameo.com is actually the website. Is that actually the website? I don't know. Up. Vito's going to check for us while I'm while I'm pontificating. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing: you go there and you can buy a 10 or 15 second clip. Am I right? It's 10 seconds. Yes. Well, it's give or take. You know, it's up to you. Right? I add on the harmonica usually. If it's a birthday, okay. I'll say, let's take it out with a birthday. So let's say, you or know, a wedding or a funeral. Yeah. Uh, this is so let's popular, say, you know, most popular one we have. Please would take your hats off and put the flag at half mast. Thank you very much. Yeah. And we do the one where, let's say, a girl's waiting for her boyfriend uh-huh. to have an orgasm. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, how about a guy dying on his harmonica? Okay, so so here's the thing. I never, I never even finished explaining this. So you go on there, you find a celebrity that you like. Say you're a huge fan of Ron Jeremy. You it can, happens. It does. It does happen. And so my podcast co-host, his birthday is coming up soon. Okay? So I'm going to send him a birthday greeting. You'll actually record it. To his name. To his, well, Yeah, and you'll say, hey, Mike, 
happy birthday from Ron Jeremy, right? And then you explain, you know, or you, you say whatever. You got to have like a mini script. Am I right? Yes. And we, we go over, he'll tell me, well, this guy's name is Joseph. Uh-huh. He, just, he, um, he just did great in his, on his job. His boss wants to thank him for a job well done. Yeah. You know? So he'll tell me the basics. You know, and if it's really a long one, one was almost in, in Arab, in Arabic. Some of them had like foreign languages. Wow. So then I'll, I'll enlist the aid of uh, Dante. I'll say, Dante, I'll say, hey, my cameraman, what is it? There's to add on to it. You know, wow. To, if it's too long or too, we don't break it down into separate segments. You don't, I don't use cue cards. Yeah. Because then it looks silly. I'd be like Johnny Carson, you know, look, you know, you go left to right. Right. It's all memorized. Okay. So if it's too much, I'll say, I'm going to ask you at some point about, a few additional Now, people. this has got to be a great little uh, moneymaker for you. Huh? It's not bad. Yeah. It's not bad. Okay. And so, do you just sit down and do like... I got to give of- it all to him for the gas for his car. Yeah. <laughs> that thing does drink a lot yeah, of gas. It's all so good. Um, does it... I mean, you do like 10 of them at a time or, or no, what? No, we'll do like three, two Okay. Three. And then you just send them off and boom, right. it's gone. It's Ron, like- tell them about that one that you got. It was a guy that was about to join a gang. And his family actually pulled their money together to buy a cameo from you to ask to make a video to discourage him from joining the gang. Do you remember when we did that one? Discouraging which gang? Would you remember? I forgot what gang he was going to join, but basically his, his family members got together and said, wow. Ron, we, this guy really looks up to you, and he's about to join a gang. And could oh, you a please, gang. A gang. Yeah, not a gang bang, like the kinds yeah. you're used to. This is one that <laughs> this is like a... But now, now you know I crack the jokes and he drives the fancy car. <laughs> so remember that they pulled their money together and they they bought the cameo and they they asked they said Ron please make a video to tell our son or our nephew or whoever to dissuade him from becoming a family. And he actually didn't join the game because of that. Dante, yeah, no, he did not. He did not. That's a great, 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 good. That's a great feeling. That goes way beyond making money. Yeah, you know, I I might have saved a good chunk of society there. There you go. Done some very bad things. I thought that was a unique story because it's an interesting great story. Why don't I remember it? I don't, maybe Dante never told you about it. Well, there you go. I just told you something. Wow. <laughs> maybe I wasn't sure but, what it was being used but you, for. You, yeah, yeah, you remember the cameo, though. We, we were shooting yeah. it. We were in yeah. we were in Orange County. Yeah. You had just done the show in Huntington. And, That's and nice. we knocked a couple out. And, yeah, the family followed up later and said because of the video, the their family member decided not to join the game because of the video from you. So, so nice. I, I, I look at Vito as like, Vito's like the ultimate connector, right? <laughs> I mean, he connects people. He's a network guy, right? Did he... Well, they like Vito. What choice does he have? That's right. I mean, it's either that or he's making pizzas or something. Yeah, or putting know. people Vito. in the trunk or making pizza jokes. Vito. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I grew up, there's a pizza place close by called Vito. Do you so speak just, Italian? I speak the greatest Italian. I was all over Italy. I shot a lot of films there with, with Rocco and Cicciolina and... And uh, I've shot a Riccioni. What, what kind of films Rimini, were these? Uh, X-rated. Oh, okay. I shot all, I shot all <laughs> over Italy. I did. Yeah. And they taught me what every Italian man likes. Those watching this right now who speak Italian are going to laugh their asses off. But what every Italian man likes is a little bono vino, mangia bene, acqua fresca, fico stadetta, fico porto cazzaduro. <laughs> now, people are going to be calling in, hopefully, and going, do you know what he just fucking said? <laughs> we'll see who out there speaks fluent Italian. You know? All right. Well, we'll find out, I guess, in the comments. Yep. This is posted. All right. So, Vito, did he hook you up with Cameo? Is that how you found out about it? Or how did I? It was you and uh, Dante, I think Dante right? actually had it already set up. But yeah, I was one of the first people. On, I, w- I think I personally was myself one of the first people on Cameo. No kidding. Ago. Yeah. And um, there, there are a group of guys from Chicago who started it. I'm from Chicago originally. Oh, uh, okay. So we were on there. So it's and kind of the connection, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And you're, 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 you're born and raised in Chicago? Yeah. You didn't know that? I'll make you feel at home. All left right. pocket. Left pocket. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I'd be doing if I wasn't hanging out with Vito, you, Vito, what city yeah. did you grow up in in Chicago? <laughs> so uh, I'm from the northwest side. Um, uh, originally born in Arlington Heights, which is about oh, 20 yeah. miles north of, the, of Chicago. But I've lived, I lived in Chicago from... Uh, full time from 16 until honestly just a year ago I made the full transition out to the west coast but you were out here all the time I've been out here I've been out in LA for about 10 years uh, but I never my trick to staying normal is never spending more than two straight weeks in Hollywood okay so I'd always go back to I'd always go back to Chicago well well, does your brain turn into marshmallow (laughs) too much sunshine you end up you know you end up playing the harmonica on podcasts like that's a bad thing (laughs) I played the piano, but I couldn't fit it in my pocket. Yeah. So actually, you have to I see Ron. violin, too, actually. You have to see Ron play the piano. It's amazing. You ever he see, he um, plays you, symphonies. You ever it's, see the Kid Rock video? I could play uh, classical on this. 
You know uh, Kid Rock? Oh, yeah, I know he, Kid. The song, I Want to Be a Cowboy. Baby. Yeah, yeah. I'm the guy on the piano. I got uh, black on my teeth, and I'm playing a bumpkin, and, I, and I'm playing on the piano. How was I that experience? I played the violin with a band in, the, in, in Ireland, which was a Celtic band, and I played with them. Okay. So I played three good instruments, violin, harmonica, and piano, and I've had major rock stars like CeCe well, De- well, well, C. C. DeVille from Poison. Who says Ron's half is better than half of us? You know. Well, Ron, we we know you're an icon, so I mean, you know, it's and, oh, and, uh, this doesn't surprise me. But how was how was it being on a Kid Rock set in well, video? It was, it, was, it was nice. A lot of gorgeous girls. Yeah. I did two videos for him. One was on a piano. Okay. The other one was me saluting the flag, an American badass. Oh, nice. Okay. You know what? Nobody knows. I have I, two world records. If nobody knows it, then I don't know. So <laughs> that's very logical. Yeah. You, you know, um, uh, I have two world records. Most adult movies at 3,600. I wouldn't say the most mainstream films. I got it might be 100, 200 mainstream. Okay. But this one, no one knows. I have the most music videos of anybody else as a performer. You're kidding. Music video cameos. Uh, yeah. Incredible. I've, I've done 56 music videos. Probably can't even remember them all at 56. No, but I some mean, of them, that's... like, you know, I remember that were really big, like the LMFAO. Okay. Sexy, and I know it. Oh, yeah. I'm in that three spots. Armin van Buren. This is what it feels like. Oh, yeah. Shot at the Baghdad Cafe. Uh, Sublime was a huge one. Mm. Remember Sublime? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he the did. Sublime one is good. Tell them the two roles you play in that Sublime. Yeah, I, I, yeah it was called it was a crazy video called Date Rape. It's nuts. Mm. But this is the, the lyrics like, we can't take pity on men of his kind. Now he takes it in the behind. So I play the uh, uh, the judge who goes okay. like this. Then the uh, actor was late getting there. So I took the place also of the guy in jail who puts his arm around him. And now that's is paying for the rest of his life, you know? So, okay, so you've had this incredible career, right? You've done the, you've you've been a waiter, you've been a ski instructor. Sold ice cream in Cunningham Park. Okay. (laughs) Stage, stage, theater, adult films, regular films, uh, music videos, stand-up comedy. Of all of these things, of all these expressions of your artistic abilities, which one did you enjoy the most? Comedy acting. Okay. Taking a sitcom and making it a little better. There's some films out there. No, there's some cult films out there. And the recognition from those are just great. Like uh, Orgasmo. Okay. Oh, yeah. I remember that. I had a major role in that. Mm Mm-hmm. Or um, Detroit Rock City, the Kiss film. I remember that. Yeah, I went and saw that. Quentin Tarantino produced Killing Zoe. And Roger Avery directed it, and I'm in that one. Okay. And blown up through the bank. bank uh, wall. Okay. Anybody see that one? That's a, where a girl. What's that other big movie? It's about bank robbery. What's they the one you're in? in uh, it's not Reservoir Dogs, but you're in another. Uh, cult yeah, and this one like is that. really popular. Boondock Saints. Boondock Saints. Oh, Boondock yeah. Saints. Sure. I, I play Vincenzo. Okay. Oh, it's close. Yeah. It's Vincenzo. And my role is tell me a joke. Come on, tell me a joke. And so you enjoyed funny man, those kind funny of roles man, the most. Yeah. Uh, well, that was. It's unlike me to be a nasty guy who's gonna beat somebody up and talking like this a little bit. Okay. And I got drilled at a peep show booth. The director, Troy Duffy, did an amazing job. It's a great did film. Did you... It is a cult film. That thing does amazing business. What kind of... Um, Boondock Saints. Biggest thing I ever did, by the way. Well, that's of a all, huge of, movie. Of, of all the audience, uh, that's the largest audience I ever had. Was Boondock, Boondock Saints. Saints. Okay. Yeah. Not to be well, confused orga- with Ron's girlfriend. Second only to Orgasmo, <laughs> I, I would think. Uh, no, actually, our, our Boondock Saints is huge. I, when I travel around the world, I'm signing twenty, at least 20 of those a day. Wow. CDs, you know, a day. Boondock Saints. Okay, so and what's look that? at the success now of Norman Reedus. Oh now yeah, that he's on that TV show. Isn't that incredible? Walking Dead. Right. He gave Boondock Saints another revival. Yeah. You know. So yeah, very now, true. So it's doing really well. You could be on The Walking Dead. I could be on The Walking Dead. We should. We should get Vito well, in there. Well, 4 a.m. You, you find Ron Jeremy Vito. at the Rainbow Room. It, that's that's uh, that's the sequel to the Ro- <laughs> The Walking Dead. <laughs> Vito could be walking around with like his Mirakami shirt. Oh, on, you got good taste. You pulling, yeah, yeah. pulling spiders off the trees and eating them. Right, right. Yeah, that would be interesting. And then you could be like running around behind him. I don't know, trying to knock him over or something. Like that story that's you started terrible. off that's with. Terrible. Uh, but okay, so this the acting portion of that where you're doing a different type of acting, so like you did in, in uh, Boondock Saints, okay? So what's that like preparing for that? Is that a like really a diff- different process for yeah, you? No, you know, it's funny. I'll, 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 I'm going to brag for a second. I okay. never do that. I never, never, never brag. Yeah, Ron's I, very I modest. On, I worked on Tony, on Tony Scott's film called Domino. Okay. But it's about the uh, bounty hunter. If you look at the movie, you see I run through the, the desert, and they give me a nice credit, special thanks, Ron Jeremy. But my part got cut. 
But the thing is, um, Mickey Rourke had me stay on an extra day and be like his acting coach. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, Mickey has, a lot of actors have said that uh, they think I'm good, you know? Yeah. When a major star says that, that's that. Well, you're definitely able to shift around in your mind. I mean, I can see that just from talking to you a little bit here. I mean, I I actually read his spot, he read mine because he wanted somebody to do that with him. So I stayed overnight. He asked the director, Tony Scott, can one stay overnight because I want to work with him? Yeah, so. I would, you know, make sure he knew different ways of playing the role. And yeah. I said, I'm coaching Mickey Rourke. This has got to be too good. And there's a picture of my autobiography of me and him that day in the trailer, his trailer, pointing to our schlongs. Because he always says he's bigger than I am. <laughs> I knew we were going to get there at some point. <laughs> this it, it always finds <laughs> it. Here no, we go. I killed the whole classical acting thing. Uh. Now we're discussing dicks again. No, but he's, uh, he would joke about that a lot. Yeah. He's packing okay. I saw it accidentally. Oh, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I went like this. Knighted. Well, you got to check it out. I got to see, <laughs> check out the competition. He, right? He's funny. Well, him, Kira Knightley, and I forgot the other guy's name that were the three stars of, of Domino. Yeah. You know, and uh, and it was a. I actually had a really good part, but they cut it. Well, it sounds like so. Happens a lot. I mean, I know Vito. He he likes L.A. so much that he moved out here, right, from, from Chicago. Now I don't blame you. Yep. I grew up in St. Louis, Missouri, which is only about five Florissant hours. Florissant Park. Well, Florissant, Missouri. Blueberry is, Hill. Yeah, Blueberry. Well, Chuck Berry played there until almost yes, his last day. I days. saw him there. I got to meet yeah. him and his daughter. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I love uh, Yeah, Blueberry Louis. Blueberry Hill is, uh, well, you know, St. Louis. St. Louis. Yeah, yeah St. Louis is a, is a great town for uh, jazz and, of course, early rock and roll. And, you know, it's... Um, and Golden Arches like McDonald's. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. But it's five hours down the road from Chicago. The weather is... Equally as shitty yep. uh, as Chicago. So I can see why you come out here. I, I think, you know, us Midwest boys, we come out here and we're like, wait, where's the humidity, right? I and mean, you're already paying the tax. Well, if you're in Chicago, you're already paying the taxes anyway. So you right. come out here and it's like you, exactly the same. You might you as know? well pay the weather yeah, tax and exactly. actually get the nice weather, right? Yeah. And the nice ladies, right, Ron? Yeah, but you know, it's funny. California is changing. They honk now. They're being more like New York, and, when, mm-hmm. and, and all my friends are noticing it. Well, the traffic I don't know, is what so is heavy. going on. Like it, it used to be, like California was like, well, just kicking back, you know, mellow, gonna cook. Some well, I don't know if you can tell, or, Ron, but I work now out now. Real, and, um, <laughs> You've been working out, Mike. Yeah, I've been working bro. out, and so I work out in the gym. Well, yesterday I drove from this beautiful house in here the buffet, in, in the I meant, Hollywood I, I Hills. Work. I drove down to uh, the Planet Fitness, and it was about four miles from here. Okay. It took me 32 minutes to get there. It was four miles. Well, like they say, everything in L.A. is an hour from, or L.A. is an hour from L.A., right? So I yeah. find New Yorkers is not that fast moving either. You know, but you can get just, around just in New York. I, I, they have some problem here with synchronizing lights or something. I mean, in New York, you can drive all the way across the he, island. Here's New York. Stop. Here's New York. See? Yes. Here's New York. Yeah. Here's Los Angeles. <laughs> right, it's just yeah, it's it's barfed all it's over. It's all. Sp- yeah. If you have an interview for an acting job, it could be Westwood downtown. It could be uh, uh, the Valley. Yeah, how do you get around yeah. to do Whereas all in of New those. York, all the all the auditions and all the acting work is right there in Manhattan. Do you still do? So you auditions? can go a few blocks away. You know, you still do auditions, or they just call you up and say, "Hey, we want you." Generally, in. my managers say is it's necessary, which I think is very sweet. Okay, a guy Dave Heard was great. He was with Innovative Artists. I had he was with me. On a, on a hip pocket base, that they call it. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a total sign, but he was getting me work. He got me a great role uh, with Nash Bridges, Don Johnson. Anybody ever see that one? Where I witness a, a peep show. I witness a, a peeping Tom. Oh, okay. And then there's a murder takes place, and me and Don Why Johnson. Why would they pick you to do Tom. the peeping Tom, though? Yeah. It's weird. Don Johnson had a fight a little to keep me in. I think it was NBC wanted to cut me, and he says, no, I want Ron in it. Yeah. So Adam Rifkin had a fight to keep me in the chase with Charlie Sheen. Mm. I had a couple lines as the cameraman. Uh, 20th Century Fox said, no, Ron Jeremy. Adam said, yes, Ron Jeremy, and I was in the film. Okay. So it was the friends and people who stuck by me who helped me work. I mean, yeah. Otherwise, you know, because there was, there was always a bit of an attitude, people think, you know, from the world of adult, you know. Right. Harry Reams, you know, understood it. So. I, I, it's been hard for a lot of uh, actors and actresses in your former line of work to cross over into more mainstream work. Exactly. I think you transcend that in a way because... You know, like I was talking. Because I got Gino. him as a friend. Well, <laughs> I mean, you're an iconic figure. I mean, Ron Jeremy is synonymous with the adult industry. I mean, you're an icon, and yeah. so it only makes sense that uh, you know you transcend those uh, stereotypes. I think of, of 
you know, not wanting to have uh, maybe an adult film actor in your mainstream movie. But well, the thing with Ron that you have to understand is, and I've I've only learned this hanging around him for the past couple mm-hmm. years while we were producing uh, the documentary about him, and really, Ron is more than uh, an adult actor. He's really a hero to a lot of men. Yeah, and I actually, it's it was amazing to me. To keep, see, keep this part short. <laughs> to see people coming up to Ron, <laughs> to see people coming up hero to Ron. Sandwich. You know, well, they're saying they're saying to, things to him like, "Thank you, thank you for you know giving me hope, and thank you sure. for um, you know, had thank a great you for vacation. your service." Remember that I guy came up to you said, "Thank yes. you for your service." Well, I, I, well, it's when it's nice, What's really sweet is when they say, "You know, I'm on a vacation. I'm going to Hollywood. I'm in Beverly Hills, Westwood. I did not meet one goddamn celebrity." And then they run into me. It's like, well, it's kind of like a celebrity. And they say, well, and they and they actually and they actually get a kick out of it. Yeah. And those buses will stop if I'm like, you know, pumping gas or whatever. Uh-huh. And those those tour buses. Come oh, by, sure. Meet meet celebrities. Yeah. That that, that driver is going to stop, put it in park, and spend some time with me. You know. Now, do you go over and talk the, to the folks it, on the bus? See, I do. Oh, that's nice. Because it, 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 their vacation is maybe enhanced because of it. You know. Yeah. Speaking of Chicago. So you're an ambassador of L.A. In a way, I am, but okay. L.A. would never agree to that. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. You know, I, I okay, to, speaking I, of Chicago, I'm sorry. I, 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 no, I, I host a show. And this is my 39th year. I do a bunch of shows that I host. I do the Miss, uh, the Fantasy Fest okay. in Key, Key West, yes. Florida. Uh, I'm looking at the 30,000 kids, kind of like at the Grand Marshal, on a, a carpet, on floating carpets and, and floats. And wow. This. And then I do the... Um, Night Moves Award Show, you know. Okay. And then um, I do this one isn't my favorite. It's my favorite. My 39th year is that crazy? And Manco helped me start this show. Incredible. It's the Miss Nude North America. Miss Nude North America. Also, or called Nudes of Poppin. I took this show. I didn't catch that on ABC Nudes or Pop- NBC. How is no, that show? I, t- I it- took this show. You got a hundred naked women competing. Uh, it's it, starting off good. Yeah. And, and, okay. And, yeah. And, and I like it better guys, than the gay pride No Tommy Lee had booked the show. It was going to bring Pam Anderson mm-hmm. with him. They okay. had some problems, so they canceled. But I've had Kid Rock, Gene Simmons, John Davidson, Corn, Nelson Twins, Gilbert Godfrey, Grandpa Munster. Okay. They all they had, I've had different uh, Lemmy a couple times from Motorhead. Mm-hmm. And it was a great, it's a great show. And I take pride in building it from where it was like 100 audience members and 10 girls competing to about 80 women competing, 25 guys competing, and an audience of 6,000 people. Incredible. Right in yeah. Rose Lawn, Indiana, which is an hour and 20 minutes out of Chicago. Oh, okay. We do a show. It's always the third Sunday in July. So anybody, you know, seeing this, Well, that sounds you're like invited. fun. Vito, have you attended? I can't say that I actually have, although I do believe that that it. was the event that we were they were trying to promote on Mancow that got me and Ron. I, I think up. I know what Vito and I are doing in the third week of July <laughs> this next year. You yeah, really do you guys go. need any extra yeah. judges, bring Ron? Your, bring your yeah. wife, bring your girlfriend, because they, they love the show, too. There's guys who are competing, you know. It's a well, now you're show. losing us, Ron. Yeah. You're losing us. <laughs> yeah. You're losing I mean, us. come on. I thought you were trying Just to sell me on this. Car. Look, like look he's been in Hollywood girls for a couple like weeks, not a couple <laughs> years, all right? Like. Listen, most girls like a car like that than dick. I'm telling you, you're doing, you know. Yeah, it's all right. But, but I know my way around. A, all right, Vito and yeah. I are coming for sure. We're, we're, we're going. You, you should. It's a great Yeah, great can you get us free tickets, Ron? Yeah, of course. Six hours. It starts on 10 and goes on until the afternoon. Yeah. And the day before... They have a thing where the fa- the fans will meet the girls. And you do this in all uh, of all places. You hold this in Indiana, Roselawn, an hour out of uh, Merrillville, about an hour and a half out of Gary, Indiana. Mm. Okay, and it's about an hour and twenty minutes out of Chicago. Okay, and Mankow used to promote the Living Daylight side of it for years. Then he got married. He had to stop. Mm. I was at his wedding, you know. Okay, I heard you hit on his wife or something. He was makes this joke all the time. I say, well, <laughs> who's look who's talking? Your punch bowl flushes. No, <laughs> <laughs> Mike, you, you know Mancow, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah. Very fast talking. Mm-hmm. He, you know, he, very, very fast. You have to follow him. And he's very topical of current news. Okay, so backing this up and a little bit, too. He, got, he became a conservative. Oh, yeah? yeah. Okay. Um, so Los Angeles, the city of Los Angeles. So you've been here a while. Yeah? Yes. Decades. Well, I've been in L.A. probably... I was there, I was going back and forth for mm-hmm. a while. I was literally bi-coastal. And okay. people would say to me, are you bi? Yes, I'm bi. Bi-coastal, bilateral, bilingual, by myself occasionally. That's as bi as I ever got. As far as having <laughs> I like some, to bi myself. As far as there. some of the schmeckle in my face, that's not the bi I, you know. The other bi I do. Mm-hmm. So I was going bi-coastal for about five years. Okay. And then I kind of settled into California. 
Yeah. So I'd say I've been in L.A. 30 years. And how do you, well, obviously you like it if you've been here 30 years. Yeah. 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 I New mean, York, what's your New favorite York, parts I, of I L.A.? New York, for, but New York just isn't friendly sometimes. Yeah. New York is a great city, but it's but just, it is a great city. The weather again just, is a little, people, uh, but you know, you, but, but you come back to New York and it's, it's just mean. And I don't know why California wants to do that too. I mean, you think I'm wrong. Try this little experiment, you know, be in front of a car okay. and the light changes. Count how long it takes before they're yelling at you. Mm-hmm. Literally it can be not even a second light change. Hey, come on. I mean, they're, yeah. they're, they're, I said, why did California suddenly become New York? Mm. Robin Williams had a, he had a good one. He'd say, you know, New York echo. Hello, shut the fuck up. <laughs> or getting getting directions in New York. Yeah. Excuse me. Can you tell me how to get to the Statue of Liberty or should I just go fuck myself? <laughs> and that, that's New York. Yeah. Now yeah. California's catching up. Yeah. I'm telling you, me and him have noticed it. It's like, what, 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 what happened? What, what about what LA do you love? What, what do you love about being here? I mean, the weather is fantastic, obviously. Uh, the clubs, the women, the nightclubs. Yeah. yeah. New York's got a more uh, kind of like a sometimes like a, I was at Studio Fifty Four. Okay. I'm actually in the movie with Mike Myers and Salma Hayek. Okay. You know I worked on that. Uh, I had a very funny line in the coat room, but and as I was there, but yeah. I mean, New York always had this kind of an attitude, which is not always nice. Oh right. You know, like they say, you get out. You sorry, sorry. So you like the nightlife scene here? Yeah, you got to know what you're doing. In yeah, New York. yeah. It's, it's mean. So the nightlife scene here much friendlier. Is, yeah. Okay. Yeah. In the clubs, just and having, the beaches, of course, I like. Yeah, know. that's nice. And, I, and you can bike ride for any hours that you like on the boardwalk mm-hmm. at Santa Monica. When's the last time you rode a bike, Ron? Uh, two weeks ago, you little cocksucking really? bastard. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. there's the band button again. That's from Brooklyn. He's, he is from Brooklyn, we so that's can. the New York. Oh, no, no, you, you I, can do that. Oh, no. I just cursed. <laughs> I just cursed at a guy named Vito. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's man. right. And and my bowling gets the last the interview ever with Ron v- Jeremy. Vito. <laughs> Vito. I just love that name. Vito. Vito. Yeah. I'm gonna take care of every guy in the crew. Say name at least once. Just to fuck with you. <laughs> yeah, you could do a little audition that way, Ron. All right, so you do love L.A., though. I mean, the weather's great. And I love New York also, the yeah. opera. The, there's more theater in New York. Now, you have family here Off or Broadway, there? Broadway, Broadway, but they have some theater here, too. I mean, but Family. I mean, culturally, I think New York has got it, but uh-huh. it's just too unfriendly sometimes. It's just really just mean. Yeah. And you get in a cab, and you go, I'm back. Like, they get mad at me every time I arrive in New York. Because my family and I are born and raised uh, near LaGuardia Airport. Okay. We were born in Bayside, Queens, and dad moved to Flushing. You know, and then, but so meanwhile, you know, the, the, the cabs get mad at me that they're not getting a fare into Manhattan. You know, and they, they'll really yell at me. <laughs> Excuse me, that I bought my, my dad should buy a house near where you wanted to. <laughs> so, they, so we can run the cab fare time, up? Yeah. Every time. Every time. They like, I have to take a cab. To Queens. Yeah. And it's only a few miles away. So I said, won't the dispatcher give you another go at it? He goes, maybe. Let me ask him. They get mad at me. Then he took me. Oh, God, I got you. God Maybe you need to just start doing the Uber. No, I'm t- yeah, I definitely should. And they get mad at you. I think the problem Uber. that people have with Ubers is that they talk too much. Show them your phone, Ron, and show them why you don't have Uber. Did you get banned from Uber? No, it's, it's actually kind of funny. Uh, oh, no. One of my favorite things, actually, I'm I'm implementing this into my future. It's like okay. part of my goals is to switch to a phone. Oh, like Ron, this. this is interesting. Is that the jitterbug? Uh, once like, a month, I get a caveman to my house. Uh-huh. He wants his phone back. <laughs> wow. Well, the great thing is Ron bought this phone in 1980, and he still hasn't re- had to recharge it. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm afraid yeah, to so. break it because no, there'll be no parts to fix it. Well, that way they can identify if they find you on the side yeah. of the street or something. No one has a flip phone anymore. Nobody. The I, funniest actually, the thing, though. The flip phone's a pretty cool phone. The funniest thing is that well, that yeah, was I the only I, I phone get, that worked up here. But, but now we're figuring yeah. out why you don't have the old yeah, You know what's funny? Is that, so you got the dumb phone. You don't have a smartphone. Well, I love to be alongside a bunch of people. And some of us drop, we, we lose our phone. It drops, right? Yeah, yeah. And you see everyone else's phone crinkle, 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 lines running through it, the glasses busted. Sure. Me, I'm just sitting there, and sitting there, we're like, my flip phone works great. Who's your daddy now? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love it. That's great. Okay, so you guys are hanging out, hitting the clubs together and stuff, you and Vito? We have, yeah, we have. Yeah, we've yeah. had some good times, huh, Ron? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Remember that spot on Monday nights we used to hit up? What was that, Bronson? Bronson what was that, that place called? Bronson Bar, I think. Bronson, Bronson Bar. Yeah, you used to go there after your comedy show, and the ladies. Oh like, yeah, so let's let's talk yeah. about that, please. I, you're doing like regular. Real briefly, you were saying about um, well, my dad moved to Flushing. Yes, my dad is 101 years old. 
Oh, that's fantastic. He's one of one. Isn't that great? That is really great. Yeah, I hope I get his longevity, not my mom's. I and yeah, he's one. actually, the well, thing about Ron's dad, he's actually been with 3,700 women, but none of it on film. So it runs in the family. No. <laughs> no, I'll tell you what, what, I'll tell you a conversation that did happen. I was very good friends with Dennis Hoff. He was the owner of the Bunny Ranch. Okay. Uh, CNN reported that I discovered the body, which I did. Now, I never had a medical background, never had an army background. So being next to a dead body was pretty spooky, you know? Yeah. But, uh, but so, uh, Dennis meets my dad, you know, my two daddies at the same time. Daddy right. D meets Daddy Arnold, you know. Sure. It was great, <laughs> the, the meeting of those two. So Dennis goes, you know, uh, Mr. Hyatt, got to come up to the Bunny Ranch. Come on, you know. There's all these girls there, have a lot of fun. You know, live a little. Yeah. And my dad goes, I can't be with other women and make my girlfriend jealous. <laughs> and Dennis is going, say that again. And make my girlfriend jealous. I can't be with another woman. And you're how old? He goes, you're close to 100 at that time. And he goes, I'll tell you what I'll do. Uh, she's 80 years old. He goes, yes. How about I give you four girls who are 20 each? Same thing. <laughs> <laughs> it all adds up to me. Uh, I don't know. What about you, Vito? Dennis? I like it. It well, sounds like it adds up. I'm not up. Jewish, but, you know, Ron does the math between the two of us. <laughs> okay. So. so, all right. Uh, you're doing stand-up here in L.A. Where are you doing that? That's Sal's. I do Sal's. Sal's. Bit. Okay. It's on, uh, it's on Melrose mm-hmm. and Fuller. Okay. Melrose and Fuller. And I also do occasionally the, um, in, Pal- in uh, Pasadena. Okay. The, the Ice House. Uh, the Ice House in Pasadena once in a while. Yeah. But most of the good gigs are usually outside the city. You'll find out that people appreciate the humor a little more when it's not. A lot of comics say this when people are too used to seeing comedians. Oh, yeah. And it's often the same ones, mm-hmm. you know, and often it's the same material. So, how, but you like performing. I mean. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. My favorite performer who actually I was very good friends with was Sam Kennison. Oh, yeah. Funny yeah. guy. There's he a great picture of you guys at the Rainbow Room, actually. Oh, yeah. We used to hang out together a lot. Yeah. You know? Very and, funny guy. Uh, he, it's, I used to make fun of him. That he made one mistake. His biggest act was flawed. And people go, Ron, and his own brother, Bill Kennison, is saying, don't ever say that. You know, I said, he does this whole thing about how about the desert routine. Nothing's going to grow here. Move to where the food is. Mm-hmm. And his last line is, we have deserts in America. We just don't live in them, asshole. And I'm sitting there watching go, Palm Springs. Phoenix, Arizona, <laughs> Las Vegas, Reno. You're ruining the joke, we Ron. Live in desert. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so, Las yeah. Vegas. Yeah, so I, I don't. And so I used to tease Sam and say, you know, your material is flawed. Shut up! You know, yeah. But Ron, you're cool. killing it over on Mondays over there. At sales on Mondays on Melrose. Yeah. Uh, sales full house. on Melrose, and you're there most Monday nights? No, but a, a lot of them. A lot of them. Dante and. I'm Rebecca. sure they have a website people could find if they go to the uh, the internet, right? They could. You should, Ron. Yeah, look it up. <laughs> Don't use Ron's phone to find it, though. Uh, that's going to be a yeah. little rough. That's well, great. Ron is also his uh, own webmaster, so. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you know. Um, well, speaking of iconic, you know, you know, of course, Marilyn Monroe was iconic. Yes. There's a girl with us right now today, who is the most close lookalike I've ever seen. She's a brunette now, so you couldn't tell. Mm-hmm. But she could sing like her, talk like her. You know? Oh, yeah. that's phenomenal. Yeah, I saw oh, you walk in with this beautiful lady. So yeah. I'm going to back him up because right now she doesn't look anything like Marilyn. But when I when I met her originally, she looked exactly like Mar- Marilyn Monroe. Okay. And she sings like Marilyn. Now, is this so, your lady friend, Ron, that you're she's with a tonight? Good, bu- good buddy. Okay. And she also does like a, a cat. We do this cat routine. Okay. A cat that's, you know, purrs a certain way. It's yeah, yeah. So, so okay, so you're, you're doing the Melrose thing. Tell us... Who is your favorite comic that's you know still performing today? Sam, well, Sam Kennison, but he's, he died. You're right. Uh, I like the old classics: George Carlin, Robert okay. Klein, Jerry Seinfeld. In fact, I got Jerry Seinfeld was my MC. Oh, when really? I started doing comedy in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, I was at the comic strip. I was gonna say he is a comic New York strip. comic. If mm-hmm. there was ever well, comic a New York strip comic, was, we, right. we did one of the same jokes. We actually did the same joke, and we joked about it. And he said, "Ron, I had that first. We're uh, impersonation of Rockefeller Center." Okay. You know, you go like this, like that statue that's down there. But I skirt water out of my mouth in three spots. Yeah, yeah. I made a fountain out of it. He didn't. Oh, I said, well, you didn't make a fountain out of it. You know, because I saw him at a restaurant and he made a comment, you know. We're doing the same line. Yeah, but yeah. I made water come out of my teeth. You didn't, you know. But anyway, so, uh, like, he's, he's great. Yeah. And he, again, he, he emceed me when I was in New York. And I opened up a dice clay. Oh, yeah. And well, you t- know, he, Dice is fantastic. Dice t- no, Dice, Dice told a lot of people that. We, he was at the Rainbow until late at night talking to a couple mm-hmm. of guys. And he said, you know, he goes, there's Ron. You know, I actually, Ron opened up for me at the Fireside Restaurant 
And also Joe Franklin. Remember Joe Franklin? I don't know Franklin, no. He was a big talk show host in New York. Okay. And he had Dice on, he had me on, and he had, you know, I went on first. Okay. And he had a Good Times Nightclub. Uh, How does Dice do TV, though? But I mean, he, the, Dice brags about it, which is so sweet of him. He goes, oh, I opened, Iran opened up for me, and he makes a big joke about it, you know? Yeah. So that's great. And well, he, he, he's a great comic. I mean, his timing's impeccable. His I'll, I'll character. Give, I'll give you a little is, inside information. And he had a reality show recently. Mm-hmm. Yes, but I'll, yeah. g- I'll give you some a little bit of real. You may not know. Okay. But Sam and Dice, it was funny because Stallone and uh, Schwarzenegger were over in Europe at the Con Festival. And Stallone said to me, what fell? Oh, I dropped the name. I'm a name dropper right over there. See? Oh, okay. Yes, he said to me that him and um, Schwarzenegger really don't get along. It's not just an act. Mm. You know, he goes, kind of like... Uh, because yeah, this is Stallone telling me at Con France, he told me that uh, the big guy grabs me. What am I going to do? You know, I, you know, I'm not really crazy about him. Yeah. And then uh, Dice Clay and Sam Kennison really didn't like each other either. People thought it was an act. It wasn't. You know, I know the story behind it, but Sam and uh, Dice weren't were not friends. Oh, okay. But Dice made Sam went to him at the Rainbow and offered we t- we should tour together. Everyone knows we don't like each other. Let's let's tour together. I'll let you open up. Or close the show. You take your pick. Sure. Dice thought about it and decided against it. I think. Mm. You know, but it was a but but, and then I then Dice wrote a beautiful letter and said, well, after Sam died, he said, while we never really got along as friends, I respected his talent. You know. So yeah. Well written letter Dice did. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's such a, I, you know, I, I'm always, I, I really admire comics because it's another level of, of theater and entertainment. You gotta I mean, be funny. So, yeah, they're, but they're just so witty. It's it's timing. It's being funny. It's if remembering the happens. Lo- yeah. I, and if a bad thing happens and you get a death in the family, you got to jump on that stage and be damn funny. Right. Yeah. I'm sorry, folks. My uh, my so-and-so, my uh, father-in-law died, so um, my act's going to be a little bit. Yeah. You, you can't, can't, do, you can't that. do that. You don't have that, that leeway. You yeah. Know? But yeah, I, I really admire guys that do that. I mean, it's 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 an impressive Did you ever? craft. No, I've never tried it. Maybe I should. I don't know. But uh, that it, it, I'm again, I'm very impressed by them, and I, I think it's fantastic that you've been doing that. And Vito speaks really highly of your routine. So I did it. I did it in the Catskills again, way back. Right. right. And then uh, then I stopped doing it for quite a while, and then a guy named Charlie Fry brought me back into it at the Sahara Hotel. Oh, the open, Sahara Hotel. That brought me back. How fantastic. And, and I, was, I was hosting the show and doing a little comedy. Did you spend time in Vegas back when Vegas was Vegas? Uh, you weren't there never, a lot in the 70s? I've never been there a lot. I never was a bit. Yeah. Not, not much of a gambler. Yeah. And I like Vegas. I like it a lot. Yeah. But I didn't spend a tremendous amount of time there. Okay. I'd say it came in more later on. Yeah. With AVN and AFAA and all these sure. things. Sure. Fox the Wars, big conventions and stuff, yeah. Fox fans Wars. Yeah, then I'd be there for that. Okay. Yeah. You got a favorite spot in, in Vegas? Uh, favorite steakhouse? Uh, my buddy, um, Nines it's called. Oh, yeah. He's, okay. a, he's a chef at the Palm. Mm-hmm. He's a great guy. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, I, li- I like Yeah, the Palm. Food. You know, I, I was in... Um, in LA, I got some favorites. Spago's, I like Wolfgang. And, yeah. A uh, Palm. Uh, and, of course, the Rainbow Bar and Grill. Same chef, 40 years rainbow you know there's a place in vegas there's a steakhouse i always tell folks this i guess you know and i i wasn't alive during this period but way back before they started having restaurants in the casinos they would have to like comp meals still right and so they'd send them to this restaurant the steakhouse called the golden steer it's still in vegas and it is a fantastic place I mean, it's really great. Do we, know, have, do we have time? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, it's, it's only a three-hour yeah. drive, you know. But, uh, yeah, the Golden Steer is, is a great steakhouse there. Where, where do you stay when you're in Vegas? What's your favorite hotel? That's easy. It's a Hard Rock Hotel. Hard Rock, mm-hmm. okay, yeah. And they're very good to me. And the Mandal- Mandalay Bay is good. Mandalay is nice, And they have yeah. a topless pool. They do? They have another, yeah. I think another, uh, another one tried to, Mandalay Bay. Someone else tried to do the topless pool, but well, it's a topless it's much pool, more successful. but it also has a casino there. You like swim up gaming yeah, and more stuff. The I got more the more you run. Yeah. Club Moray. That's a some, cool spot. I got some sad news for you, though. Uh, the Hard Rock just sold to Virgin, and they're oh, making. I know all about it. Yeah, they're making it. I the worked Virgin. for him. Uh, yeah, for, uh, for Richard Branson. Oh no, kidding! Yeah, you know, I, I want to say hi to him because we had a really nice rapport. Yeah, there's a picture in my autobiography of me, Richard Branson, arm in arm. They hired me to do a thing called Dial a Dis. Where you tell someone it's a phone app for the Virginia, but okay. like you know, you don't want to see the person, so the uh, voice comes on. 
Hi, this is Ron Jeremy. Look, she doesn't want to go out with you. I apologize. Oh, my goodness. However, um, which the is kind of like the precursor to cameo. Basically, yeah. Yeah, wow. So he, wow. Was, he was having a party. That's why Ron's an icon. Dibs. That's why Ron's now an icon. He's done the it all. phone did. Yeah. Richard yeah. Branson yeah. was having a party. This is hilarious. Richard Good. Branson was having a party. Okay. And uh, they, they invited me to come down to it. And, you know, because they were launching this little thing. And it was yeah. very exciting. So I said, one of the, and my first book came out, the soft cover. No, the hard cover. Because see, just like was it harder? Was it soft, Ron? It was a soft cover first, then it became a hard cover. Books. We're trying to set these jokes up for you. Books go from books go from hard cover to go to hard to soft. Yeah, kind of like when we get older, same thing. So my 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 hard cover had come out, and the soft had not yet. Okay, the soft cover features which me and Richard Branson arm in arm. It's a great shot, you know. He didn't use the shot of Vito falling to his knees and showing his appreciation. There you go. Okay. I'm picking Why are you picking on Vito? I mean, what? I, I'll be lucky to get past that stairs. I, 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 I know. Yeah, Ron, Ron's got a death wish tonight. I guess. Yeah, I guess so, right. man. So. You guys are going to drive that Maserati off a cliff somewhere here on Mulholland Drive. Wait, wait. Or well, you know what they say, know. the best place to bury a dead body is in the Hollywood Hills is there something like that. I hadn't it? heard that. I thought it would be the Meadowlands. Isn't it a rumor has it that... <laughs> right, why don't you tell me, Ron? Isn't, so there, I can, isn't there a rumor the that, uh, that uh, what's that famous uh, union leader? Hoffa. Jimmy Hoffa. There's a yeah. rumor that Hoffa is buried in the Meadowlands. Oh, yeah. really? Well, that yeah. could be. Wait, so what was, um, what was I saying a minute ago? Uh, well, we were talking about Vegas, the hard rock. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, so Richard Branson was real sweet. Yeah. He goes, Ronnie, I was, I was showing him my book. And he goes, I don't need to see pictures of naked women. I'm not showing you pictures of naked women, you putz. Look what I'm showing you. <laughs> you it was putz. me hand gliding. Was <laughs> I haven't me. heard that since high school. It was, it was, that was, it was fantastic. me hand gliding. Yeah. I was showing him pictures of me because I knew that he'd appreciate. Oh, that's right. You're, you were telling us that you're so hand gliding. Are you still I, I, hand gliding today? Book, uh, um, it's been a couple of years. Yeah, yeah. But, it was, but I, I, I you said, should take no. Veto with you next time oh, you go yeah, hand gliding. I would. And I said, yeah. to, I said to Branson, no. I'd like to see you guys on a little tandem hand glider. I said to him, I'm not showing you pictures of women. I'm pro. Oh, look, he has a blonde. I'm showing you pictures of this. a blonde. <laughs> I, 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 so I showed it to him, and he goes, oh, you've done this. Yeah. You know, the hang gliding pictures, you know, and I got a kick out of that. Now he's running uh, the Hard Rock. They say he's going to keep the show this year. I'm not sure if he's going to keep the show again next year. They okay. Show. But he's doing well, it this year. Well, I, I know that Vito and I are coming to... Davy and show? <laughs> uh, I'm not sure. On, oh no, you want to come to the, the Miss New North America? We're going to do the Miss New North America. I, I just because you know it's in Indiana and all. You'd have to. So, yeah, you know, yeah. I'm always looking for a good excuse you to go to Indiana. Right, we've been trying yeah. to figure out a way to get to Indiana. I'm just like, for, I cannot for, wait uh, to leave LA and just slash, go to Indiana. Yeah, it's going to be amazing. Right. Slash brought Perla. There goes all of our listeners from Indiana. Oh, uh, it's slash, all right. They know. Slash was uh, brought Perla, his wife. They did two shows. And uh, we've had a, just a great turnout. I mean, pa- Tommy Lee was going to bring Pam, but then he had a problem, so he couldn't. You know, but Tommy Lee's dating uh, Brittany, or he is he married to Brittany Furlan now? She's like the big Instagram star. She's, he's not with uh, Ron. Are you on? Are you doing Instagram? You on Instagram? I barely do anything. It's done. My managers do it. Oh, okay. Ron's crushing Instagram though. Is he? I'm, I'm yeah. not, I'm not, hey, Ron, you're doing great on Instagram. Yeah. The management's uh, doing good. No, Twitter, no, 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 Instagram, doing great. The big news though with Instagram is that they're taking away the likes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, Ron. What? Yeah. Taking away the likes. They're taking away the, the likes. likes. The likes. So, like, you know, hey, Ron, that's a great picture of you. You look so pretty. Like, you know, the girls, they press the button because, you know, you're you're a handsome guy. And I was a handsome guy. And uh, Look at the pictures of my autobiography. Whatever. Well, yeah. I mean, Vito and I were looking at this uh, issue of uh, Playgirl from 78. And, uh, boy, man, we were really excited. Yeah, we really you know, uh, the... way, I, <laughs> I know which way you slant. Uh, nothing wrong with being gay. Nothing wrong. It's nothing wrong. wrong. It's just bicoastal, bilingual, by myself. You know. Right, Ron. How come you never do gay porn? Because <laughs> I, 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 I couldn't get a boner. That's why. <laughs> oh. I see a hairy ass. I just want to shave it. <laughs> I don't want to stick anything. You're like, what happened to her? Uh, yeah, right? exactly. I, I don't want to stick anything. I'll tell you what's funny. Speaking of that, you know, because you don't know when you're in a certain environment, you just don't. Think like you're on a porn set, and then you know, there's cameramen. Sometimes it depends how big the budget is. Mm-hmm. The lighting, grip, makeup, makeup, chef. Sure, sure. And the thing is, and and you don't realize how something looks to other people. Like there's, let's say it's a gang scene. It's five, six, seven guys and one girl. Now she wants to go to the bathroom to freshen up or see the makeup artist. Are there a lot of street yeah. gangs in these kind of movies? <laughs> so she wants to fix. She wants to fix up and look good. Then just she walks off the bed okay. and goes to the to the bedroom, uh, goes to the, or the 
makeup room or whatever. Yeah. And meanwhile, you got five or six, seven guys now alone on the bed with each other. Naked. Naked and jerking it. And they'll be talking, having a conversation. Boy, the Mets this year, really, the season not doing so good, you know. Like, and, they, and they are literally doing this because they, they, they want to keep hard. You don't want to let, let it go. Then the girl gets here and you got to fight to get, you know. Get a, so, and, and you realize how funny this is. But then someone may come in, let's say a UPS package or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or, 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 He'd be or, like, what did I just walk <laughs> into? No, it's the, it's the funniest thing. It happens all the time. Some guy who's from the straight world, uh-huh. whether it be, uh, you know, FedEx or something. Yeah, yeah. He, that's, he didn't expect to see this. No. And we saw like five girls, five guys. Mm-hmm. It's more comfortable. You can have a whole YouTube channel just on that. Yeah, yeah but, but, but the look on their faces. <laughs> yeah, like the guy, look on the face the guy of the walks guy who in, accidentally walks in. He sees five guys on, on a bed jerking their cocks and looking at each other. That's you know? interesting. And he's going, yeah. hi, guys, what do I put the ball? Yeah. <laughs> also known as 4 a.m. after hours in Hollywood if you yeah. end up at the wrong well, party. So that's that's right. <laughs> and it's perfectly normal for us. It was perfectly natural. Yeah. I was jerking it before when the girl was there. I was saying, hey, Bob, what's your SAT score? Oh, how's it going? How's the wife? Okay, good. I'm having a chat while yeah. we're going like this. And then when the guy walks in who's from the real world, yeah. he, he goes, oh, okay, I got to go. You know? Why don't you come join us on the bed, you dickhead? That's why Ron's not allowed to use Postmates anymore. Too many delivery guys walking out. (laughs) They're doing it on purpose, order three or four meals, right at the perfect time. There are a lot of funny things in porn that, you know, that... that Oh, I can only imagine. In my act, I mentioned the fact that, you know, we don't do things like you do things. I tell the audience, you want to buy something and you think about how much money it costs. (laughs) I don't do that. When I see a nice motorcycle, I think about how, what that's going to cost me is a... 140 vaginal scenes, 16 anal scenes, two blowjobs in a dialogue day. Wow. <laughs> oh, look, fancy hubcaps. That's another blowjob. See, we think in terms of a product, not necessarily the money. Yeah. It's an interesting way to do it. Sure is. Okay, so. Yeah. Jenna Jameson had a fur coat, and these activists were yelling at her. You know how many animals had to die for that fur? You know how many guys she blew to get that film? <laughs> And that we're far, transitioning into the whole stand-up routine. I don't want to ruin it for folks. <laughs> we're going to go to Sal's later. Okay, so, Ron, I, I just want to say I really appreciate you being here with us. And we're, uh, we're done? Just like that? Just write me off just like that? Oh, Ron, <laughs> this evening's just beginning. We got to know This is the recorded and... portion of the evening, <laughs> okay? We're just getting started. Oh, boy. Yeah. All right? I could take so, Ron, out. if we're going to wrap it up. I could take you out with a... So. Yeah, can you take yeah, us out, take though, us out. with a uh, harmonica, maybe? I'll do it Oh, like you know what? Let's, let's, let's do this, though, because this is really important, actually. If folks want to find you online, I'm sure you have a website. Well, the, 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 so if you want to follow Ron on social media, I don't manage it, for the record. But, okay. Uh, his, his, his manager does a great job managing it. It connects with all and the fans. And he takes my, my, my things I really care about. So it's not like mm-hmm. he's just taking something. And, and, well, it's mostly videos of you. He like takes the videos of you and just posts them. But is there so like a like, ronjeremy.com? Like a yeah. I'm sure there is. One of my favorite ones is I, was, I went to meet Elton John backstage. True story. Mm-hmm. He starts to lick my entire face, you know. And it was Ronnie. You have a dude, a guy, he's kissing your face. It's Elton John. He could do whatever he wants, you know. And the funny thing is, uh, is that after he and people heard him say it, and we made this got onto the internet. So after he kisses me, he goes, uh, "Now I could tell my friends I met you." I don't really took a dump right in my pants. But then, <laughs> just a few days ago, no, about a week ago, I'm at Dan Tanner's. Well, we might go later tonight. And uh, Tanya Tucker was there. Very popular country singer. Everybody know mm-hmm. Tanya Tucker? Mm-hmm. And she says, to, and this is all, no lies. She says, um, Ronnie, would you like to open up, want to introduce me tomorrow? Yep, she's doing the Troubadour, which is right next to the, uh, uh, the Tantanas. I said, I'd be honored. I do, it, I do that a lot. I introduce a lot of bands. Sure. I've introduced some of the biggest names. You know, you know the Rolling Stones? Heard of them. Never introduced them. <laughs> Everyone else I have. Everyone else I have. So Tanya, you know, asked me to do this. So I, the next day comes along. And I, I, please welcome, you know, t- I did, I introduced her. And then she's in the middle of the show. She says, um, Ron, can you remove my leather jacket, please? And this is a lady who dated Elvis. I'm going, this is too cool. So I, I took her jacket off, you know, uh, on stage. At sure. The Troubadour. Then I fucked her. Okay, I made that part up. But then, so I took <laughs> off her jacket. <laughs> and, then, and then, and as she's walking away, she goes, love you, love your work, Ron. And that made it to Hollywood Reporter and a lot of press. Oh, that's fantastic. So you never know. Like, I could just be sitting at Danton is with Vito here. Yeah. And you never know. Something could just happen. Crazy you know? things can happen. Literally every yeah. time we go to Dantana's, actually, um, he ends up introducing a band at the Troubadour almost, like, oh, that's, consistently. That's so 
if you guys want to accidentally introduce a band at the Troubadour tonight, there it is. Probably should have dinner at. I got started introducing a lot of bands. You know. Yeah. Again, people don't know that I've done. um, I'm gonna get six music videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what you're saying. The music video thing's huge. Okay, so I'm gonna say that you've got a website. I'm sure it's like RonJeremy.com or something like that. I wouldn't go typing that into the internet. Yeah, and 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 of course there is the Google, right? So my Twitter. Real you, Jeremy. Yeah, and you know what? I, I want to say that um, I've had a, you know, a few folks follow me over the past year or so. And you're doing very well. You're being shy right now. Yeah, yeah. Well, if but, you didn't have great ratings, we wouldn't be here. <laughs> yeah, and so, but Ron follows me on Twitter. I mean, I remember the day it happened. I still have the screen save and everything. It's There like, you go, Ron. I, Ron. Why are you looking at me? I don't run your Twitter. Yeah. No, I'm glad that we're... Okay. Yeah. And so, Ron, I mean, I, I... I think it's a great idea if it's not being done already. No, no, no. You already do. You follow me, Ron. On, on, yeah, we're connected on the Twitter. Okay. So it's a nice romantic song for the harmonica. Let's yeah, say. there is. Uh, while you're thinking of that, I'm going to let Vito... Inter- hey, let, let me uh, let Vito He's tell folks... He's a fellow. <laughs> you got to let Ron do his thing. You know what's funny? One thing I left out. It's kind of interesting. Uh, it's a nice honor. I got to face, I did two quarter billion people at the same time on Tuesday. One video was called Sexy and I Know It. Oh, yeah. These guys performed at the Madonna at the Super Bowl. They were huge. Your dad is Barry Gordy. You know that? Sure. And uh, the LMFAO uh, had me do in three spots. I was jiggling and dancing. Quarter billion hits. Wow. Now, two weeks later, Kathy Griffin calls me on the phone. To do a little dialogue for on Anderson Cooper show, but she does you know every year for or did for New Year's Eve. Oh right, she so was I on that New Year's Eve thing. Yeah. I did. <laughs> Hi, this is Ron Jeremy. Happy New Year! And I, I did that little thing there. Nice. And I was heard in front of about a quarter billion people. That's very so cool. Now it's twice. I think it's kind of a nice honor to be in front of a quarter of a billion people. Yeah. That is. Most bands would be glad to have a million, you know? Right. Okay, so Vito, Vito does PR. You do uh, personal promotion and maybe just for like 30 seconds. Give, it, well, give us yeah. 30 seconds. P-R-I-C-K. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, the reason I'm hanging out with Ron, I just love telling people stories, right? Right. So, and that's why I love Hollywood. Because you you start out telling other people stories, and then you get if you get good enough at it, other people tell your story. I think it's such a cool cycle. I think Holly, there, you know, it's, Hollywood's got such an amazing charm. I, I do publicity. Uh, I'm producing the Ron Jeremy documentary, Too Big for TV. If you guys want to follow that, check out Ron on social media, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. It's new footage at I real had Ron Jeremy before. Yeah, Showtime yep. ran one. It did real well. Mm-hmm. So these are new things that have happened in my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think it's a coolest story because the Ron's other two documentaries. Uh, the first one is based, I think, on your book, right? Hardest Working Man in Show Business. A lot of it. Yeah. And it basically focuses entirely on on your adult career, which is amazing and deserves a, a film of its own. And then Life After the Buffet was the second documentary, which came out about five years ago. I think a girl who works on. Um, uh, Judge Judy. Okay. Mm-hmm. She she produced it. So they produced that, and that basically just talks about a lot about uh, your medical your medical accident, and right? The aorta and stuff. Yeah. So uh, too big for TV really tells the full story of Ron Jeremy. Uh, start you know we tell the whole history growing up uh, things that the fans really want to know because when we talk to the fans they really want to know like what's Ron's favorite color? Where's he like to eat? What's yeah, he do? Yeah. What's his turtle's name? And I think it's a really cool I have story. A turtle named Cherry. Cherry <laughs> is the name of the turtle. Cherry's yeah. the name Cherry. of the turtle. Well, yeah. now we're giving away all the good stuff. I have a turtle. Is just in case I go through reptile dysfunction. <laughs> and how long have you yeah. owned the turtle? Because they live a long time. I've had Cherry for um, 18 years. She lives to be 100. Does Cherry sleep in the she bed with you at night? Uh, she'll be in the same room. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know why she? 160. They get to be 100. Wow. A Russian, a Russian so you guys have a lot of time together. Once she'll be knowing my grandkids yeah. if I ever. Well, you know why? You know why she's named Cherry? Because she likes it on top. <laughs> Isn't you that know, what? <laughs> He never said that before. That's very funny. That's very funny. Yeah, he's use that. He's, he's going to give that uh, one to you. You can have that one, Ron. Can, can, yeah, you, yeah. can you spell plagiarism? <laughs> well, Ron said when he died, uh, he's leaving me his comedy that, act. So, um, 
Okay, so but, you're yeah. you're doing you're working on a documentary yep, right now. Yeah, we tell the story. So we t- we help all kinds of entrepreneurs, business people, public figures, brands tell their story using celebrities and the media, right. basically as a platform to tell their story. Yeah, you um, have some pretty incredible success stories in your yeah. Bag. We've we've and done you've some worked with some of the biggest names in show business and yep. and, and here yeah, in I Los did, Angeles. I did dialogue with him. People, yeah, and people, I even took on Ron know. Jeremy, like yeah. the actor who um, <laughs> who played the son of um, Spider Man. What's his name? He's been in tons of movies. Uh, Toby Maguire? No, uh, he played the son. That's of, the last uh, Spider-Man I remember too. No, no, yeah, Maguire. Willem so. Dafoe played Spider. Played the ne- nemesis. Oh, okay. His son. Okay. Well, that's no, kind I, of a reaching, Ron. What's up? I, I can't remember <laughs> his name. I had, uh, uh, no, no, you guys know who he is. He's a very popular actor. Okay. He got roasted. He uh, played the son of Willem Dafoe. Are oh, you talking about uh, James Franco? Yes. Oh, okay. J- yeah. no, the Green no, Goblin. No, James Franco came to town, and then one of the first things he did was called "Finishing the Game," which was a film that was directed. By the guy, I think who did one of the episodes of. Uh, well, so me and James worked a little dialogue together. Mm. The guy who was in um, uh, uh, Hangover, uh, Galifianakis. Oh, sure, okay. He did funny a, guy. He, he did a film called Redfish Bluefish, mm-hmm. and I did, I was in there with him. The girl who was on Charlie Sheen's show a lot uh, when he had the TV show. The Two and a Half Men. The, yeah. yeah, the beautiful girl. I forgot her name. I worked with her in another film also, so it's, it does. It's really fascinating. And I'll, uh, or Josh Dumel, mm-hmm. right? You know who he is. I was. I had an episode of the show Vegas. Okay. And I had a, a nice little dialogue scene. So it's funny because people don't know. Yeah. And then so when they say, "Is that Ron in that role?" I've done a lot of roles, a lot sure. of acting. You know. Yeah. What people wouldn't expect. Yeah. Now you're doing okay, the Mike so, Bolin show. Yeah. So how do we? How do we, mindset squared? And here yeah. you are. Yeah. So how do folks find you, Vito, online? If they if they want to help in blowing up their product, oh, or yeah. brand, whatever. I mean, you are the guy in LA to do that. Totally. I appreciate you mentioning that. So you can find me online, VitoGlazers.com. Mm-hmm. Social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all at VitoGlazers. And if you want to check out the film and you want to f- check out the trailer, uh, you can go to VitoGlazers.com/film. Or just follow Ron on social media. He's actually very engaged. His manager posts really great real updates of Ron 24-7. Very cool. Um, it's it's a really cool way to connect with him, especially on Twitter. Follow Ron, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Real Ron Jeremy. 